Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow messy life journeyer, and friend. Before I get into episode 31, if you have enjoyed this podcast, would you please consider taking a moment to rate and review it? It really does help others find the hope which is here in this messy, redemptive space. Now on to the episode. You are listening to episode 31, The Messiness of Uncertainty. In this episode, I talk about the uncertain times we are living on and what it looks like to become anchored no matter what comes. Hope you listen in. Whether the shifting realities of the pandemic, the uncertain political times, the general upheaval of the world, or even our rapidly changing families, life can and does feel so uncertain. It's easy to get carried away in the waves of what-ifs. How do we make sense of all of this and become anchored in what never changes? For me, I push into that uncertainty and turn it on its head. I think about Jesus. He came into this world as a frail baby, vulnerable to his enemies, and literally hunted by a paranoid, even diabolical king. He escaped through the supernatural workings of God, sending a dream to his earthly father so that he could protect the Messiah, our redemption. He grew up in mundane days in a maturing process necessary for his ministry time. Yet all during that growing up, he, his family, community, and country faced the uncertainty of a world in turmoil, political oppression, mass crucifixions by the Roman governments of Jewish insurgents, high taxation, all of this and more marking and weighing on his days. Yet no, he didn't become unmoored in any of it. He knew the Father was with him, and this was truly enough. I don't want to oversimplify things, but this does seem like Jesus' sustaining breath. The Father was with him in all things. Therefore, he had the great peace held for those who rest in the supreme will of God. This doesn't mean that it was easy for Jesus, that he simply coasted through. No, he had to work on building this trust through meditating on God's promises and plans and spending time in the Father's presence away from the pressures of the world. It also doesn't mean that he was blind to the injustice and hatred of his day. No, he consistently spoke out against religious and ethnic prejudice and the rampant judgmentalism of the religious elite. He also entered the lives of the poor, healing and caring for them. But he also kept his eyes on the prize, which is our prize, the fullness of God's plan for redemption. He knew he couldn't save all of the people from the harshness of the world, but he could give them hope through his words, life, and then ultimate hope and eternal life through his sacrifice upon the cross. He made a way where there was no way to bring light and life to all who would ever live through his vanquishing of sin and death. He triumphed amid the deepest abyss of darkness so that we could always triumph. Then his first followers showed us how to live. With rampant persecution as their lot, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, because they loved not their lives, even unto death. 
This is what Revelations 12:11 says. The truth is our security in this world has always been a myth. It is the real mess of our days because through it we become mired in complacency, self-sufficiency, and the like. We find ourselves all covered in pride at the material goodness of our lives, and we forget our true security in the sovereign reality of God and His kingdom. I don't know what these next few weeks, months, or years will bring, but I do know I am going to turn uncertainty on its head. I am going to meditate on the Savior who faced the greatest uncertainty of all and its subsequent darkness, and He permeated all of it with His light, which can never, ever, ever be overcome. May you feel a fresh courage through these minutes together and consider them time well spent. And may you remember anew the anchor that is yours in Jesus. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, my current series on vulnerability, and many other things about which I have written over the years, visit my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N. You can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. I will leave you with these words I first heard in college. They are from a young African pastor, as far as we can tell, who was martyred and were written shortly before his death. Whenever I think of them, I find courage amid uncertainty. I'm a part of the fellowship of the unashamed. The die has been cast. I have stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I'm a disciple of his, and I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away, or be still. My past is redeemed. My present makes sense. My future is secure. I'm done and finished with low living, sight walking, small planning, smooth knees, colorless dreams, tamed visions, mundane talking, cheap living, and dwarfed goals. I no longer need preeminence, prosperity, position, promotions, plaudits, or popularity. I don't have to be right or first or tops or recognized or praised or rewarded. I live by faith, lean on his presence, walk by patience, lift by prayer, and labor by Holy Spirit power. My face is set, my gate is fast, my goal is heaven. My road may be narrow, my way rough, my companions few. But my guide is reliable and my mission is clear. I will not be bought, compromised, detoured, lured away, turned back, deluded, or delayed. I will not flinch in the face of sacrifice or hesitate in the presence of the adversary. I will not negotiate at the table of the enemy, ponder at the pool of popularity, or meander in the maze of mediocrity. I won't give up, shut up, or let up until I have stayed up, short, stored up, prayed up, paid up, and preached up for the cause of Christ. I am a disciple of Jesus. I must give until I drop, preach until I'll know, and work until he comes. And when he does come for his own, he'll have no problems recognizing me. My colors will be clear. Oh, friends, may this be our testimony until we are in God's arms. May we find ourselves strong, beacons of light, in a dark, uncertain world. I will love to meet you here next time.